Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the WADFAM Chalk Pod. Howdy, Andrew Sabu here. We're just getting ready for a time of humor, analysis, and excitement. Would you like to join us? Then get ready, because you never know what could happen when you listen to the WADFAM Chalk Pod. Um, if not after Novacom, he might become... Anyways, doesn't matter. Um, and so... No, he is there in Novacom. I take it back. <laughs> um, but, no, wait, is that after? Frick, post-Novacom stuff's running together. Yeah. I really need to get off this tangent. Um, so... No, he is definitely there during Novacom. Yeah. Okay, during so Rune's there during Novacom. Yeah, because... But only towards the over. end. Yep. Okay. All right. Better. Glad I cleared that up. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan. I'm Andrew Sabo. You forgot your last name, buddy. I did forget my last name. <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, the, we're we're doing this one remotely. Yeah. Uh, you know that's it's that time of year. Um, it's quarantine o'clock, my guys, <laughs> and it's rough. So the yeah. the the county of Lancaster is officially on lockdown, and uh, yeah, I'm only allowed to leave my house to go to the grocery store or go to work, and. Uh, I work at a grocery store, so fun times for Andrew. <laughs> yep, and I am in a very similar boat, as I imagine is most of the country. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're giving this a shot, and who knows, maybe you'll never even hear this episode. <laughs> maybe, who knows? <laughs> Technology isn't always our friend. <laughs> Sometimes no. it, uh, it yeah. hurts us a lot. <laughs> yeah, shout out to those fun episodes where we have weird delay on them. Yep. Oh boy, those are those good, are so good times. I'm looking at you, Plan B, part yeah. one, two, three, and four. I think. Yeah, th- which is such a shame because those were such yeah. good episodes. Uh, not to mention our really, really good uh, episodes with uh, with Aubrey that we had to re-record. Yep. Yeah, that was so disappointing. I mean, I think I it was still good the second time around, but it was yeah, it was definitely it, it hurt it hurt to yeah, can those. It was it was one of my favorite episodes when we were recording it, and then we could not use the audio. Yep, cause of course, it's fun. Anyways, <laughs> we're hoping we're not gonna have that this week. Yeah, um, that's because we're because <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about episode two eighty six, Tom for Mayor, part one. Yes, sir. Um, we are jumping ahead quite a bit in, uh, in the Adventures and Odyssey timeline. This, uh, this episode first aired October 29th of 1994, which was over two years after, uh, Double Trouble, the last episode we covered, and four episodes, or four years since One Bad Apple, an episode that this is, like, a direct sequel to. Yeah, and, like, they definitely recap it pretty well, but, like, also, Oh, yeah, wow. they do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, so th- this is this is track one on album 22, Changing Times. Um, and the big important thing for us in this episode is, at least in this run of us covering things, it's our first episode post-Hal Smith. Oh, so interesting. Episode, That's right because Jack's Jack is the wit right now. Yep. Yeah. So 
episode 271, uh, Secret Keys of Discipline, was the last episode Hal Smith recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was wit was written out of the show in episode 280, mm-hmm. Gone, um, where he leaves for the Middle East. And this is episode 286. So this is really hot on the heels of... Uh, wit being gone. Wit, yeah, Wit's departure from the show. Um, and so we have... Yeah, we have Jack coming in as Wit's stand-in mm-hmm. um, in this episode, which, uh, you know, listeners to Novacom and whatnot are pretty uh, well acquainted with Jack. But this is, uh, yeah, this is a big turning point. It is a big turning point, And it's something that I I kind of always thought that Hal Smith was the 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 Whitaker for all of the Blackheart stuff. But actually, there's a large amount of it where he's not. Yep. Yeah, so it is. It is. We're in a new. We're in a new era. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of on top of all that, uh, nineteen ninety two. So this was um, actually Double Trouble fell into this as well. Mm-hmm. Is when they changed the Adventures in Odyssey theme song for the first time. Yeah. Um, and the really unfortunate thing is that we do not have an instrumental track. For that theme song, we only have the ones that broadcast on the radio with the voices over top. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the first time in the history of the Wadfam Chalkpod, last week went out with an episode where the theme song on our episode did not match the one on the actual episode. Yeah, um, which is strange. So. I, th- I think it's interesting that we do that. Like, it, it it's definitely a... Uh... It's a very Dylan thing to do, to go that little extra mile <laughs> for really yeah. no actual benefit, but, you know. Right. So so if, by any chance, there's someone out there who happens to have the instrumental version for the 92 to 98 theme, uh, contact me, please. Yeah. Um, um, we'll Venmo you a sheep or something like that. Like. Yeah, exactly. And until that point, um, I did make the decision to go with the... Uh, 98 to 2001 theme the theme that we used during novacom uh, cool just because so with the 92 switch they it's where they add the clips from the episodes after that mm-hmm. like and they do the same thing with the novacom run um so yeah we jumped into the future with our theme uh just because it was yeah yeah it was necessary better than right than using the old one Mm -hmm. um but i was genuinely a bummer when i was putting together last week's episode and was like oh shoot no more i don't have the correct theme and i'm not going to for like basically the duration the rest of this series yeah pretty much so sorry had to uh, adjust my chair Uh, so i'm i'm real sorry about that uh that that chalk squad it's, uh, well, it's 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 we're, a burden, we're, do, we're doing our best <laughs> well i mean i'm proud of us for for working through this setback you know as a podcast that's normally recorded face to face this is very very different uh but dylan forbids me from watching my vocals go up and down on audacity so like this is very nice for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that was an early decision because uh the first couple times we recorded there was a monitor that faced both Andrew and I mm-hmm. that showed uh, the waveforms of us being recorded. Yeah. And 
multiple times every episode, I would catch Andrew staring at that instead of talking. Um, so I stopped him from looking at it. <laughs> but it's I can't true. do that when he's in his house. It's true. Well, and I also think that I'm better at recording this podcast now, so I think I can talk and look yeah, at the waves no. at the same time. <laughs> that's That's probably fair. Yeah. Um, with that being said, uh, we should probably move on with the episode. Um, yeah. Do we have uh, any uh, new cast for this one? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, just this is a real big cast, mm-hmm. uh, which was really fun. Yeah. Like, I, I was happy with uh, getting to see everyone who makes an appearance here. It's a lot of our a lot of our classics. Um, is this our first got... Jack Allen episode? No, Jack uh, was in Novacom. Correct. But of of this run, it's our first Jack. Yeah. Um, so we've got Alan Young playing Jack Allen. Um, and then we've got Corey Burton as uh, Bill Jenkins, the mayor, as Crime Brian Dern, and mm. as Agent Frank Ernest. Uh, Bob Luttrell plays Burt Furter. Um, <laughs> as in Frank. Uh, Kyle Ellison is uh, back as Sam Johnson. Uh, we previously talked about Sam in the Twilight Zone. Uh, yeah. That's the chicken episode. Our favorite um, series. Hey, I love that series. I know. <laughs> Dylan has such a deep love for the Twilight Zone that, like, I love it. I think it's great, but Dylan loves it. <laughs> I love it so much, and nobody else in the Odyssey realm seems to agree with me on that, and it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I'm not hurt. You are. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, we also have uh, Paul McCusker back as Philip Glossman, mm-hmm. um, our normal cast of characters, and then a really weird thing that I can't tell if this is a mistake on the wiki or if this is actually true, but the the news reporter um, that uh, that is doing the announcement mm-hmm. uh, when when Mayor Jenkins resigns. Yeah. Um, the character in the episode they refer to as Kurt Morse, mm-hmm. and the AIO wiki lists the voice actor for Kurt Morse as Kurt Morse. <laughs> so I don't know if this is an actual dude and they just didn't change his name for the episode, or if the wiki wrote down the wrong thing in that field. But uh, according to according to what the information I have in front of me, uh, Kurt Morse voices. Kurt Morse. There you go. That's uh, that's method acting right there. <laughs> method voice acting. The... Method method casting, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, All right. That being said, I think we move on to the promo, right? Yeah, that is that is how we structure these episodes, even when we're remote. Even when we're remote. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey, Tom Riley's life is turned upside down. Environmental inspectors are convinced that his farm has toxic chemicals on it. When election time rolls around in Odyssey, Tom wonders if the only way to fight back is to run for mayor himself. All that and more on the next Adventure in Odyssey. So that's the promo. That's a lot. That's a lot. I'm not going to lie, Dylan. I missed like half of that because I don't think it was loud enough for Discord to pick up it. But like what I heard, oh, no. that was a lot. That was, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. If you want to listen to it on your end, you can. But I think I think you get the gist. Oh, I, well, I get the gist. No, oh, I I don't know if I would ever subject myself to that again intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you telling me that the uh, the promos aren't always great? Oh, they're they are not always great, Dylan. I'm I'm yeah. sorry to break it to you. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, um. Hmm. This is still kind of in the context section, but this the so the version uh, we listen to the version that's on the club. Um, it would also be the one on uh, CDs. Mm-hmm. The radio version is shorter. Oh, um, so this was this was an extended by like how much episode? Uh, I don't know, but there are it it just it seems to be that it lengthened scenes. It did not add any in. Yeah. Um, well, it's but, like 25 minutes long, and I think the radio ones are normally 21, 23. Yeah. So. Yep. And so, yeah, it has like an extended um, talk with uh, between Tom and the mayor mm-hmm. and Tom and everyone back at Wits End with, uh, with Bernard and Jack's talking to Glossman at, uh, at the farm. All of that stuff was either not present or shorter. Okay. Um but that's interesting. Uh, that yeah. is definitely worth noting. Um, so basically, this episode begins with uh, with our favorite um, sleazy politician Philip Glossman showing up at Tom Riley's, right? Yeah, I I know. Like, apparently, uh, people have reached out and told me that like McCusker is on record saying like he did not, he doesn't like his voice, he didn't want to be Glossman, he kind of got like. He didn't really realize what he was signing up for. Mm-hmm. He is so good. Oh yeah, no, he. I, I mean, Glossman is such a he's, well-acted character. Like he's I know. Just, I mean, he's just as good as Blackard, in my opinion. The performance is great. I yeah. loved it here. It's very it, like House of Cards. Yeah, it's not. It's not over the top in no. any way. It's being played very across the board. He is. He's not that quite that level of like Maxwell where he's like outwardly slimy. Yeah. But he's and he's not Blackford where he's sinister. Yeah. He's just He's, he's just greasy. a bad person. Yeah, he's like, just greasy. <laughs> I ah, oh, he's so good. Yeah, no. It's it's very well done, honestly. I it's Yeah. I it, it's tremendous cuz he's not a caricature. You know what I mean? Like No. No, Glossman is a very real life based character, whereas like even people like Blackard and um, you know, oh shoot, henchman, Weaselman, what's his name? Maxwell. Maxwell. Maxwell is uh like they're 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 kinda larger than life as far as, you know, they yeah, they're caricatures, they're they're less realistic, whereas Glossman himself is super um I don't know. Yeah, realistic. He's very. It's something that like I've, I'm pretty sure I've met people like Philip Glossman in my life, um, mm. in politicians and and not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so and so Glossman shows up at Tom's at six a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is very snarkily like, "Oh, did I wake you up?" And Tom's like, "No, I've been up. I'm a farmer." Yeah, I was gonna Gosh, say, "Dang it!" <laughs> I get up at four thirty, <laughs> at least. <laughs> If I sleep until five, then you know, I only do that in the winter. Right, right. Um, and it's just, 
uh he he's a tom's immediately like on edge and yeah. kind of like mean towards glossman and glossman has he's just this whole episode he's so um he's playing everything very like like he's playing it like he's a nice guy um, but he's not yeah like yeah. like he he's just he's doing coming, his job basically Right, right. Like, he's playing everything very, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm just doing what I have to do, and I feel bad about it and whatnot, even though, like, the subtext is there that, like, he's not. Yeah, no. Um, but, like, so Tom is is mad at him because, you know, of course, he's mad at Blackard, he's mad at Maxwell, like, the whole thing where his, his you know, barn was burnt down, he can't tie that directly to Glossman, but he doesn't feel great about it, then all your one bad apple stuff. And there's something else that's um, that's brought up in this episode that we didn't cover because it's not really related to Blackard, but was when they try Glossman was trying to get a uh, highway to go through Tom's property using eminent domain. Yeah, they um, recapped but it that. Like, yeah, but it would have, like, knocked... It would have gone through Timmy's cabin. Mm-hmm. And so they, uh, they ended up not doing it because like he was able to get Timmy's cabin declared a historical landmark. Yeah, um, it's it's so funny because a lot of this episode and I'm presuming the surrounding narrative of this arc is basically Glossman versus Tom and like I don't know exactly why Glossman doesn't like Tom specifically other than the fact that like he's wanted to do stuff and Tom has gotten in the way. Yeah. And I guess that's just, it. I mean, I guess that's enough. Yeah. yeah, they get to be people at odds. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, we know, like, Tom is a very, like, is portrayed, especially in this episode, as, like, being a very good person who wants what's best. And Glossman's trying to line his own pockets. You know, he he was working with Blackard back in, you know, the battle and all of that stuff to get blacker's castle in place like there's there's stuff like that um yeah Blossom's just always kind of had this seedier side mm-hmm. to him um whereas you know tom is tom's a good person yeah well and he also has like a lot thicker of a mask than maxwell does whereas maxwell's just like yeah i'm greasy but like what are you gonna do about it whereas glossman's like oh, i don't even know what you're talking about i mean yes. i know i'm bad and you know i'm bad but like yeah. You can't yeah. really prove it. So yeah, so when so when and it's it's perfectly uh explained when when Tom comes to the door and mm. is just like, "Ah, Glossman, what are you doing here?" Glossman's just got this beautifully sarcastic. Now you see, it's the warmth of our relationship I appreciate so. Yeah, much. it's so good. It's, I Oh man, see, McCusker. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so good in this role? Yeah, it's kind of mildly concerning, but you know, Oh, it's, it's I love it. really, it's really great. Um, and so then, uh, then he introduces his two, I think Tom refers to them as like goons or henchmen or something. And yeah. he's like, he's like, no, no, this is, uh, this is, uh, agent Furter. Yep. And, uh, Tom's like, as in Frank, yeah. he's like, no, 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 this, this is Bert Furter. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is agent Frank, yeah. Frank Ernest. Um, <laughs> which is a good which, bit. It is a good bit. And also, uh, are those real people? No, no, no. But okay. think so. So it's Frank Furter 
if you can, if you like swap yeah. the two first names, it's Frank Furter and it's Bert Ernest, which is nearly Bert and Ernie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. That's <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> was that intentional? But I feel like it must be. I, maybe that was intentional, but the Frank Furter joke is just quality. Oh, it lands. Like, like, like Glossman doesn't even like miss a beat. No. Or he's like, no, 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 this isn't, no, this, this is Bert Furter. Yeah. Frank is the other yeah. guy. <laughs> Frank is the other guy. Um, and so, so basically then what happens is we have, uh, just catch up from what we were talking about. The one bad apple episode where he's like, well, you know, we're here from the environmental protection agency. No, 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 no. The Environmental Protection Agency is a real thing. Yeah. They are from the Environmental Detection Agency, which is not that at all, right? Oh. Oh, my. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very specific move by Odyssey to be like, look, we... I don't know if they didn't... If they literally couldn't or they just didn't want to oh, call themselves okay. the, the EPA. Yeah. But this is... The EDA, yeah. I guess. So they're not the Environmental Prevention Agency. They're the Environmental Detection Agency. Exactly. They're not, sorry, they're not protection. They're detection. Mm. Which is so much more nefarious. Yes, most definitely. What, and I, I wonder if it is, like, because it's an interesting move on Odyssey's part because they were so pro, like, Environmental Protection Agency in the One Bad Apple episode where it's like, these are the I good know. guys that come in. And now they're like, the good guys are a Trojan horse and they're here to destroy your lives. I know. it. I honestly, I wonder, I wonder at what point the decision was made to link this in with, like, to link One Bad Apple into all of this, like, overarching blackguard thing that we're doing. Yeah. Because that episode on its own doesn't have anything in those, it. Do, right, it really doesn't have, like, clear ties. Yeah, well, and then to not include, sorry, then to not include the episode, you know, where Tom's barn or tom's like timmy's cabin almost gets paved over is it's a very interesting choice as to what they're including in the chronicles and what they aren't well no i mean the timmy's barn thing aside from having glossman doesn't really connect that's fair at least and the like, fighter comes back right right but like this storyline needed a scandal yeah and rather than creating a new one they dipped back and used the One Bad Apple episode. Yeah. But I don't get the impression that One Bad Ep Apple aired in order to lay the groundwork for this episode. No, it's not. I think it's... I it's mean, very much like a retrofit. Yeah, which is so cool. And that's... I was... I think that this, this particular arc is something that... Um, really exemplifies like what odyssey is so good at which is we've created such a massive world with so many you know intertwined character arcs and characters like and it's also well established that you can just do that and dip back in and it makes sense because we already have this existing world you know you don't have to always make something up especially like like what you were saying like tom and glossman are set up so well to be put opposed to each other because right. of this and 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 because of 
you know, because of the past. And whether they had planned that or not is, you know, I think it's, it's secondary to the fact that, I mean, he shows up, Tom responds negatively, and Glossman replies, you know, with the quip, and, and, and it all makes sense to the listener because if you've been listening, you know exactly why their relationship is like this. Right. And, like, when we were doing the early Blackard episodes, we kind of talked about how, like, Blackard is Wit's foil and Maxwell's Eugene's foil and Lucy kind of functions as a Connie foil. We Mm -hmm. didn't talk about the fact that Glossman is absolutely Tom's foil. Yeah. Which is so interesting because he's Tom's foil and then he functions almost as, like, a puppet master with um, Bart Rathbone. Who's actually yeah. the same voice actor? That was the thing when you were going through the cast. Yeah. I was like, Tom is running against himself as far as voice acting yes. is concerned. Yes, <laughs> and that was yeah. I'm sure the the show. I mean, the show clearly knew what they were doing there. Um, it's very much the same as like when Mit, when there's that episode where Mitch and Rodney are both competing or like are both trying to like woo Connie. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, they just wanted a, a reason to have Steve Burns play two parts doing the same thing. And, like, we have the same thing here, which is, like, why is Bart running against Tom? Because they're both voiced yeah. by Walker Edmonston, and that's just fun. It is fun. And it's also just, like, I mean, it fits Tom. It fits Tom's character, as is established, and it also fits Bart's character to kind of want to seize power for his own personal benefit. Oh, Absolutely. It yeah. is, like, yeah. And and also, like, it's, we're not seeing it because, like, we're, you know, because of the, the way we're doing this series. But it's interesting, like, we basically met Bart two episodes ago mm-hmm. in, in, like, our timeline. But in reality, there was two years of episodes yeah. in between of Bart. Um, and so, like, he's very well, like, where, uh, for us, it's looking like this guy went from, like, having a store, like, not open mm-hmm. to now he's running for mayor. But yeah. in the reality of the show, he's been doing a lot. Oh, yeah, no, two there's years so much stuff. There's, I mean, there's at least 20 uh, episodes with him in it between... Uh, Rathbone of Contention and Tom for Mayor. Like, there's yeah. that whole independent, like, the Aloha Oi arc where they go... Yep. Where they go to Hawaii. And that's, like, yeah, that's well, all about the Rathbones. Right. And th- there's there's a lot of... Um, oh, there's Truth Trivia and Trina. Like, there's all the bit with him and um, Eugene and Katrina. Yeah. No, and, and there's, there's other points of Bart kind of having some sort of like he 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 always has a little bit of this like political ambition yeah um because there's episodes like 60 something or the living nativity episode just like there's different points where bart kind of gets to represent like all that's bad about like the secular world mm-hmm. um and so it makes sense to put him you know, on the other side of this. Yeah. Um, well, though, and so, I mean, yeah. obviously, as the uh, as the as the listener can probably gather at this point, um, basically the situation is 
uh, Glossman shows up and they need to test um, Tom's farm after the Edgebiter Chemical Company. And Tom's like, oh, well, they already came. They already, you know, they did a real good job. They moved their factory. There's no more of that. And Glossman's like, well, you know, I just have to do my job. So you can't really work here at all. Um, and so then Tom goes to wit's end right yeah yeah so so no 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 oh Tom then goes, he goes from to, there to, the to talk to yeah talk to mayor bill jenkins yep um so the the thing with glossman is like he got oh he he's got a working court order at, he's working at the state capitol yeah and he got this court order to like investigate see if there are any chemicals from the spill and close down the farm if need be, um, and they do they do a good job of kind of jokingly working around it. Where um, he's uh, uh, where Tom just says like uh, in reference to the edge biter thing that happened a long time ago. Yeah. Um, rather than being like, oh, that was four years ago, because yeah. you know we got to always be a little bit wishy washy with the <laughs> ambiguous with the timeline. timelines. We love those. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's all super good, so he's talking to, you know, Bill Jenkins, and and Bill's like, well, we just kind of have our hands tied, like, they have a court order, it's above me, like, there's really, really nothing I can do, um, and so that's, and that's when he goes back to Wit's End, right, after that? Well, so, before, so, Bill agrees that he's gonna make a call to the Capitol uh-huh. about this whole thing, and then Tom leaves... Oh, and Bill, and, he, and we get to yep. hear Bill have the conversation where he's just like a one-sided this isn't telephone I, call. Yes, where this isn't anything I agreed to. Yeah. Um, like the police. You know, this is more more than we're. That's, that's who, who you, you are. are. <laughs> um, have fun lining but, like, those audios up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we we get this idea that like he kind of knew some of what was going on. Yeah, but like he's getting more than what he bargained for. Yeah. And so he's like, all right, this wasn't part of the deal. Um, if I've got to get out of it, then I will. Yeah. Um, and then we go to what, like, this next scene is masterful. Yeah. No, it's really good. It almost was like, and this is going to sound like a ridiculously high compliment, but he was almost Aaron Sorkin-esque. Okay. Where like yeah, yeah, yeah. we're we're juggling all of this stuff at once, mm-hmm. and it's so good, like yeah, it feels like are... you're watching a real time thing that's happening. Like you're just a fly on the wall watching all of this happen, and even though a lot is happening all at the same time, nothing is lost, and you can follow it beautifully, and it all beautifully blends into each other. Yeah. So so we jump to the scene, and it's. Uh, Sam shows up Mm -hmm. and is with a video camera Mm -hmm. um, and Jack and Connie and Eugene are kind of talking about stuff at wit's end. Yeah. Um, And uh, so Sam's, Sam's kind of filming some of that. You Connie has this whole thing where she's having a bad hair day and doesn't want to be on film because she's a woman. Um, Great. And yeah. And Eugene um, is just doing like his kind of obnoxious Eugene thing. I'm super smart. And then, and then as they're having this con these conversations, we hear Bernard and Tom walk into it from mm-hmm. a distance and they're mid conversation talking about all of the Glossman stuff. Yeah. And all the and then, like, situation. 
Right, and and so they're they're discussing this whole thing, and you know Bernard's being like, okay, like Tom, you got to fight this, and then they fill in Connie and Eugene, and then Connie and Eugene get to fill in Jack, yeah. um, and they all kind of jump around filling in what what was happening there well that's Um, the great thing about jack being there because that gives them an excuse to kind of rehash everything that's happened with yes uh, very much in the past yeah and so there they do like the whole the whole rundown for for jack um and Tom really downplays the whole edge biter thing where mm-hmm. he was like, oh yeah, there was some well, like that's, chemicals I mean, that's accidentally is. spilled, yeah. that, like made it onto my land. And I was like, it was a much bigger deal than that, Tom. Yeah. Well, especially when it first happened, he was quite upset. Yeah. So, but no, I and, think it's right, like, I get, well done. Like, I, I think Odyssey does expositional dialogue pretty well as a whole, but sometimes yes. it dips down in quality. And this one's like, real good and it's it's all just super well done in like we've created this environment that is wits end that allows people to just talk all the time and anybody can talk about anything and it makes sense within the context of the show because that's what wits end is for yeah yeah and so like they're they're having this conversation and Bernard is being like really outspoken mm-hmm. reach against Bill Jenkins. Yeah. Um and you just mean kind Jenkins of Jenkins like, or Glossman? Jenkins. Oh, okay. He's genuinely like, oh, mm-hmm. like, what did you expect going to because Tom brings up that he went to Jenkins to try and do this, and and Bernard is very much like, Well, what did you expect? Like, that guy doesn't do anything. Like, yeah. he's very it's very like, you know talking down about someone who's in government authority which yeah it's the whole like, government doesn't do anything trope yeah which is very odyssey <laughs> no well connie's made that the, joke a couple times yeah no it, it 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 is i don't know it's there's this weird conflict within odyssey though which is like they are like so like usa yeah but they also like love making cracks at like the government officials not actually accomplishing anything yeah and it's a weird thing where i'm like they're pro everything that they like yeah <laughs> yeah i mean yeah as redundant and, as that is they're they're right yeah and so while while this exchange is going on we hear the radio in mm-hmm. the background is it the radio or is it the tv because in my head it was a tv I thought it was a TV as well, but then they do say radio. Yeah, and I don't think that Wits End has a TV. Probably not, because, you know, Satan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and so... The devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah as it goes. Um, so it it's really, really great, because the conversation continues with that playing in the background, and you as, an, as a listener can listen to one or the other, mm-hmm. and then, like, and then they address, like... Oh wait! Did did you guys just hear that? Yeah. And they like, and, and then everyone t- turns and listens to the radio, and it's, um, it's Bill Jenkins resigning as mayor, mm-hmm. um, saying that he wants to spend more time with his family, specifically his grandchildren. Yeah. Um, and it's just this moment of like, oh, like, the, the, the Tom's like, well, I talked to him this morning, and things seemed like fine. Like this is. Very Crazy? out of character. Um, and it's 
it's really it's really well sound engineered it's just like it's a super engaging scene and there's also there's this great thing in this scene which is just all of these characters being there together Mm -hmm. i mean like sam whatever but like Tom, Tom Riley, Eugene. Bernard Walton, Connie and Eugene, and Jack, who's yeah. a newcomer to the group. But still, like, these are five, like... This is the all-star team, basically, with the exception of... It is. It, it's like, it's all of it's all of our main players at this point in the show... Yeah. ...all sharing a scene to, together in a way that, like, Odyssey basically never has more than two or three of these people in an episode. Yeah. Like, at the point at which Connie becomes main, like, as big a deal as Connie is now, Mm -hmm. they never really have more than three. Yeah. Is that a finance thing? It's gotta be. I mean, like, that, yeah, just, like, logistics-wise, it makes sense that you don't throw your five big stars into the same episode. Yeah. Um, And so it's it really stood out in this episode of, like, Oh wow, like they pulled in everyone. They're mm-hmm. all here. Like I don't know who else you would add to that mix. Yeah. I don't think that you would. I think that and with the exception of Wit, they're right. They're all gone and the kids they aren't really concerned with. The the, the only thing is Sam who's there tangentially. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Sam is the only kid in this episode and he's barely in it. Do we even have Wooten at this point? Wooten would be the only person no. I think that would just no, like, no, pop no. in. <laughs> Wooten comes in, like, near the end of Novacom. Yeah, yeah. We covered all that. Yeah, good. So, very quickly, the conversation is Bernard kind of pitching the idea as of Tom being mayor. And Tom's he's initially like, pretty resistant, but... Oh, very much so. He's like, no, like, that's not for me. I, I you know, I barely have time for it as it is. And then, yep. you know, uh, Bernard basically claps back by saying, well, you know, like, if your farm gets shut down, which, you know, with Glossman, might happen, you'll have plenty of time. That is the craziest argument. Yeah. Yeah. If you get your entire livelihood taken away, you'll have plenty of time. That's some coronavirus <laughs> stuff right there. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's like... Anybody want to run for public office now that we're all trapped at home? <laughs> Seriously, though do it um nope <laughs> could you imagine me in a position of political authority no you've already said so many cancelable things andrew yeah i know it's a problem <laughs> it's amazing to... you're still allowed to run this podcast i was gonna say i would have to i would have to delete my entire internet presence oof which you know i think the internet would probably be you know to gain from that but also <laughs> but you would be to lose it's true um so, so yeah, and Eugene basically says, if you become mayor, you won't have to be a councilman, and yeah, and Tom is, he, yeah, it would take something worse than Glossman, is what he says, to convince him to run, um, and then later it's found out that Bart is No, running. I mean, it's literally the next scene. Oh, it's the next scene? It goes out on the line of, it would take something even worse than Glossman to make me run for mayor. And we go, we do a musical interlude, and Bart is announcing his candidacy. Yep. <laughs> and it's so good. It is amazing. I am the man with big feet. <laughs> that uh, thing is so weird. I know. It's... It, 
the I mean, I feel like we could have a whole podcast just talking about Bart and like his campaign uh, bits because they are so yeah. good. Like his yeah. faux campaign ads and all that. Oh my gosh, it's so good. But yeah, he has this whole monologue about feet and shoes and yeah. it's really it, weird and convoluted and announces his candidacy through that. Yep. I am throwing my hat in the ring for mayor. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's no, I'm throwing my hat in the ring of shoes. Oh, yes. Cuz these boots are made for walking and carrying a big stick and I'm no heel. Yep. That's it. Like, That's the line. And the great thing, the that great That would happen runner, if I ran for office, people. <laughs> yeah. The great runner is him always taking a moment out of his campaign to advertise for the Electric Palace. Which is exactly what would happen for me, except for it would be the Andrew Sabo podcast. <laughs> or the Wadfam Chalk Fog. Probably both. Yeah. Um... Don't worry, guys. No so, matter if I get political office, the, the pod will never end. <laughs> oh no i will not commit to that um, <laughs> and so eventually we will run out of episodes that's true that is true because we can only cover like 50 in a year and they only put out like 24 so at some point <laughs> there will be no more odyssey for us to cover but it's gonna take over a decade and also i will i will not i will i no i will probably have kids by then (laughs) oh yeah no we actually i really hope i don't have well if i'm 29 and i have kids i'd be be cool with that i forgot how young you are yeah that's Um, true two years younger than me Um, (laughs) a whole like 700 and something days wow so so we then we then jump to Tom's farm, um, where Bernard comes over. Tom's hanging out with his horse, Little Joe, mm-hmm. um, who's not so little anymore. No, new new horse, uh, <laughs> new horse. Who dis? Um, <laughs> is that a joke? Um, yes. <laughs> so so Bernard's kind of like, all right, Tom. Like, what's it gonna take? And Tom's like, you know, I'm I'm kind of like waiting for some sort of sign from god and bernard's like well look i'll i'll give you three right here glossman's back bart's running the mayor resigned yeah like what more do you need um and i we we, we've talked a lot about the whole like god's will thing on this show um and i i really appreciate bernard in that moment just being like yeah you can like you can wait around for the perfect sign you can also just take stock of the current situation and be like ah maybe this is pointing me in a direction well exactly and like i think the as far as the whole divine will of god is concerned it's less of a checklist of things and more of a you know submitting yourself every day to him and letting him dictate your thoughts and actions you know and that's it's a lot more of not walking in what he's already planned out, but a lot more of letting him lay the path before you as you go. Yeah, you absolutely. Know. Yep, no, I'm 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 with you on that. Um, and uh, and so Tom just talks about the fact that like he really doesn't want political power. Like this doesn't appeal to him. And Bernard's like, that's exactly why you should do it, man. Um, 
And that is a delightfully refreshing thing. I mean, I know it's like this idyllic thing that's never, like, can't really happen in the real world. Hmm. But also, like, oh, man, I'm so, it's 2020, I hate politicians. And I'm so, like, I'm so into a guy being like, you know, I'm going to run for the, you know, the good of the people. Because, you know, that's that's not the way things actually work in reality yeah Um, yeah and and i think a lot of people that get into politics for that reason end up getting distracted from it you know and they it's a whole other machine that they get caught up in and it becomes really hard to see what purpose the machine is actually supposed to be you know serving so yep it's it's hard i mean i don't think that i could to be honest with you if i were to you know do something like that which is something that i've I've genuinely considered before um is going into some sort of like political office but then i was like andrew you say so much stupid stuff that that would be a terrible 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 (laughs) idea (laughs) yeah yeah um like i think we all need to just calm down (laughs) uh and so yeah and then uh and then bernard shows tom that like he got hundreds of of signatures from people around town yep um kind of endorsing tom or at least showing support saying you know like we would we would vote for you in this um which tom's blown away by yeah and it's just like yeah it's it's a good show of support because he's not feeling super confident in the moment. Yep. Um, and then and then he makes a really good call of stopping to pray before they begin everything. Yeah. yeah. So he he agrees to come on to to do this to run for mayor. Yep. And Bernard offers to be his campaign manager, which is incredible. Yeah. Um. And squeegee uh, squeegee. Uh... Squeegee Toten Bernard Walton is your campaign manager, your political oh, strategist. Man. Yep. Uh, Andrew, will you be the Bernard to my Tom? Any day, any day, Dylan, you'd be a you'd be a good politician. <laughs> I uh, I don't like that at all. Honestly, I think the prerequisite to being a politician is having basic common sense and also just not talking too much, and. I lack both of those, but you <laughs> seem to be doing quite well in both departments. <laughs> I don't know. I, I talk a lot, man. Um, Less than me, though. <laughs> that is a low bar. That's right. Um, <laughs> I'm drowning out the depression. <laughs> Oof. So, yeah, then they then they pray together. Um, mm-hmm. Tom's like, all right, before before we go any further, let's... Uh, in a very weak let, Let's pray. Yeah. In a really nice move. Mm-hmm. I just I love I love the moments where the show like the show takes to take a step back, slow down before we like go into crazy town. Mm-hmm. Well, and also um, the fact that it, it makes it. I think it's realistic in the sense that like God needs to be invited in and brought into your everyday lives. You know, like. There are episodes that are structured around presenting biblical truth and, you know, with these characters as examples, whereas these characters are 
normal people and they're functioning as normal people, but they're still bringing God in. And it just, I mean, whether there's a Bible verse that ties it up all nicely or not, doesn't really matter. It's just showing that like, no, you know, if you want, if you see these people as, um, wise and you and you and you want to follow in their footsteps and you want to love god like they love god then then this is what it looks like and that's bringing him into everything that you do and 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 taking a pause before you begin something to just be like okay well god i'm about to do a thing um please keep me safe please guide me and let me function as you would like me to you know yeah yeah um, and so, yeah, so then we, we go to commercial break in Odyssey, and when we come back, we're on a commercial break in the show, um, which is uh, a campaign ad from Bart mm-hmm. that is just quality com- comedy. It's dynamite. It's so good. Without a future, there is nothing to look forward to. <laughs> and, like, the yeah. whole, like, Bart Rathbone for mayor, you know. Yep. And then it cuts to, like, kind of like the, the uh... I, I don't want to say redneck, but, like, the the podunk, like, hey, come by the Electric Palace for, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yep. It's so come good. And, and then we go to Tom, who's, like, sitting on a wooden porch um, yeah. with not acoustic guitar music, ukulele. but ukulele music, because Eugene's our only musician in the show. Yep. Um, <laughs> playing ukulele in the background. And it's as- amazing. Oh, it is amazing. And Tom's just like, yeah, I'm down to earth and a good person, and I'm not going to make a bunch of promises like my opponents. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Well, oh, and, and does, it's does just like, it, Bart it attack him in such... his ad? No, Bart attacks him later, Oh, I think. okay. But he might attack him in the ad. I don't think so, though. I think he, he makes jabs him at him when he announces his candidacy. Right. Yep. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's, uh, is so Tom, do we Tom, know for Tom's a fact that Tom's like, on his porch in a rocking chair? No, but, like, the visuals are there. Like, yeah. this scene conjures such perfect visuals. I'm glad that you thought that, too, because, like, that's exactly, it's like the, hi, I'm down to earth, I've got a glass of iced tea here, and yes, this is my it dog. it is iced tea, you're right. You know. He's got <laughs> my, a dog at his feet. Yeah. And there's... Back and forth. There's ukulele music going on in the background. Yeah, it's great. I'm a man of the people. Um, And then we actually, like, we don't hear the end of that ad. We just hear, like, Bernard tripping over Sam. Yeah. Who's filming all this for a documentary he's making about the mayoral race, which is a weird runner. But, like, yeah, I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. You know what? Go for it. I don't (laughs) think there's enough uh, independent filmmakers in Odyssey. Truly. How very Casey Neistat of him. Um, a joke that maybe two other people will understand. <laughs> hey, there you go. And then uh, we find out that Jack has agreed to take care of Tom's horses while yep. Tom's all busy. Yep. Um, and uh, Jack. And then we cut over to Jack trying to do so as he and Glossman have this conversation where Glossman is being Glossman. And uh, Jack's trying to figure out what that means as he hasn't met the man before. Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, if I looked them up, uh, they would know who they are. And he's like, yeah, yeah, they would. He's like, oh, well, have a nice day. And then he just rides off. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. 
And then we stick around to hear Glossman get mad uh, because the water is clean and that they're actually, they've been helping Tom's business and his campaign. Like both those things are going well because it looks like Tom's getting like beaten down. And so people are rallying around uh, to support him. Um, And they're mad about this. Yep. No, they, they, they're they're very mad. And he's like, ah, we have to do something. Yep. Missing in action. Um, <laughs> and so, and then uh, and then we cut to, Andrew, do you want to do the, the honors? The Crying Brian Darren Show. With Bart Rathbun. Rathbun. Uh, uh, and, owner uh, of the Electric Palace, which is a sponsor of this show. But we will ask him some hard-hitting questions. Yeah. Is your hair actu- real? <laughs> and they actually... He, he makes the joke about the real hair, but then he actually does do some, like, half-decent confrontation. Oh, yeah. He's like, well, you really haven't talked about any issues. And he's like, yes, I have. They're all in my ads. And and then Brian Dern's like, yeah. not, not, not really. Yeah. I transcribed a lot of what Bart says here. Go, go for it. No angles, Brian. I'm trying to run a campaign that'll talk to the issues, not the personalities. It's time for a new beginning, a fresh start. The issue is that we need a change in our city government, and I am going to make those changes. And then Crying Brian interjects and says, what kinds of changes? And then then, uh, Bart says this. The best kinds of changes. What do you think? I'm going to increase what the government does for you while I lower taxes. I'm going to make sure that everybody can get what they want when they want it without it costing anybody anything. I'm going to push ahead on everybody's rights. I'm going to knock the teeth out of crime by hitting it where your hurts, where it hurts. I'm going to make Odyssey great again. Wait, does he actually say that? He doesn't. That that was my addition. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That was like, oh my gosh, how did I miss that? Oh my gosh, how did I miss that? But seriously. No, that's... That's how that sentence goes. That's our president. He says the best kinds of changes. Yep. Yep. The best kinds of... What kind of changes are you going to make? The best kinds of changes. My changes are the best, and I'm... The other guy's changes, those are the worst changes in the history of changes. Like, my changes. Yeah. Mm. Yep, you guys changes. aren't going to get any of that. Oh, he does say, but you guys aren't going to get any of that stuff if Tom Riley becomes mayor. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. It is, uh, yeah. It's very, um, uh-huh. Yeah. It hits a little <laughs> close to home. It does. <laughs> it really does. Like, they're doing... They're doing Bart Rathbone as this, like, caricature about everything bad about about politicians. Yeah. Um, which, unfortunately... Is our president. Isn't too dissimilar <laughs> to our current situation. Um, yeah. Which, regardless of which aisle of the political discourse you fall on, I feel like we can all recognize that this is a little bit closer than I'm comfortable <laughs> with. Yeah. To the point where Andrew was like, wait, did he say make Odyssey great again? I'd believe that. I would have believed it, and I wouldn't have been surprised (laughs) if I had missed it. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Uh, Brian then is like, uh, so, like, you think you're going to do all this better than than Tom? So you think you can run for political office? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then he's like, uh, yeah, let's let's do a debate. Mm Mm-hmm. Friday night, 
we're gonna we're gonna debate the gauntlet's um, laid out yep and it cuts back to wit's end where they're all the 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 uh squads all gathered around listening mm-hmm. and uh tom agrees to do this debate after some deliberation um but kind of under the guise of like yeah we can make bart look like a fool that's not gonna be hard um yeah which i get and i don't know if this is just me but i get a very distinct like um kind of like like tom is like a boxer and this is like a rocky situation where they're just like rubbing his shoulders and he's like beating his head with these gloves and he's like all right let me at him let me at him let's go yep yep um and then we uh we go out on a press conference that glossman is holding where he announces that Tom's farm is being quarantined, that word was triggering, yep. and his apples are being recalled because they found toxic chemicals in the stream. Yep. Um, and that's the end of the episode. There's not even an outro. It's just full Andrew, stop. Andrew, say what I'm going to say before I say it. Uh, I don't know, actually. It's like he doesn't even listen to me, folks. I do. I Every, do everyone at home, say this along with me. There isn't an outro on the album version, but there was on the radio. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, friends. I don't deserve to host the show. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh. Forgive me for father, for I have sinned. Also, so there's that. And completely tangentially, um, this episode is was only rated a 94 on the uh, AIO wiki, which is surprisingly low. Because it's a great yeah, episode. It is. It is a great episode. I like it so much. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited to talk about the next one. Yeah. This episode gave me like that perfect, gave me a good blend of like, it's a lot of plot. But there's also stuff to talk about, so it's not just plot recap. Yeah. It's really well acted and engineered and plotted and It's oh. just so good. Like this is such yeah. a good arc. And like yep. it's I mean, it's better than Novacom as far as like I don't think that there's a single two parter in Novacom that's as good as Tom Vermeer. Maybe yeah, I'm wrong. Well we'll, but, well, we'll have to make that decision after we listen yeah, to We should part put out two. a Twitter poll or something like that. And get one person's contributions. We don't have much of a Twitter following, Andrew. We could, though. That's true. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. That's my plug for the week. Actually, my <laughs> plug is for my TikTok because I blew up. <laughs> oh, no. I posted one TikTok like, just randomly, and it got like 500 views. <laughs> oh, no. All right. You're going you're gonna to send me the link. Uh, and I'll put it in the show notes. Heck yeah, it's family friendly. No swearing on my TikTok yet. All right. Um, Are you gonna start the the Wadfam Chalkpod TikTok as we joked about? <laughs> I feel like, like I have to. At this point, a month I'm, ago. I'm pretty yeah. sure my username's just Andrew Sabo. So there you go. Okay. Uh, I'll do what I can. In all seriousness, though, uh, I would like to talk to the squad for just a hot moment about uh, the current health situation that the world is facing and uh i just want to say i'm really sorry that we're all going through this and it really sucks and yeah i i am i'm really sorry but 
uh, even even from your your weekly Adventures in Odyssey podcast, we're all we're all going through it together. And while we all have different experiences and we all have different uh, quarantine lives, I mean, I'm incredibly blessed to have a wonderful, loving family that I get to spend a lot of time with. But even them, um, you know, it it's it's far from perfect. So yeah, I just wanted to say that you know you're not alone in, in what you're feeling and what you're feeling right now is really valid. Um, but as a Christian audience, I would, I would just, you know, try to encourage you to, to draw close to God in this time because it's a, it's a, it's really serious and it's, it's really scary. Um, self-isolate as much as you can self, you know, self-quarantine as much as you can. Um, Take it seriously. If you if you don't think it's serious, just look at Italy. Watch any YouTube video on it. I mean, it's it's horrifying, and I don't think it's going to get that bad here. But if it does, it's going to be because people don't take it seriously. So, yeah. Sorry to end on such a downer, but I just feel like I had to say that. No, no, that's that's fair. Um, aside from just yeah, echoing everything Andrew said. Um, I do, I do have a, uh, I don't know, a, a different kind of plug, but one that I think is fun. So, so, uh, one, one of our listeners, uh, Johnny Youngblood, uh, threw together a, uh, really, really good thread after last episode on Twitter, um, breaking down the age of Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fantastic. Uh, our Twitter account retweeted it, but I'm also going to throw the link in the show notes for this one. Just go and and take a look at that if you can. Johnny did a really good job on it. I, I really appreciate their effort. And so uh, it, it's a good read. I, I had a blast with it. Uh, so if you get the chance, uh, head that direction. There you go. Um, All right, and, I'll have to uh, do that. And provided the world still exists... We'll be back here next week with episode 287, Tom for Mayor, part two. Bye, guys. Goodbye, Andrew. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Libbits Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalkpod on Twitter and Instagram or email us at wadfanchalkpod at gmail.com. Tom for Mayor Part 1 was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Acebo and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wadfam Chalkpod.